Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. This is your host, the only Tyler Peacock. Kind of a mismatch episode. This one was a lot of fun now. Five guests joined myself. We had Patty Podcast, Patrick Norway, of course, Luke Always Right, back again. Two of their boys, Chad Abram and Kyle Abram, joined the program. And Kyrie's joined the program. Just some buddies chopping it up, talking about sports. Went a little bit of here and there with the uh, recap of the weekend, but wanted to throw a little uh, intro on top of it. And with all that being said, thank you for listening. And uh, or thanks for listening and staying with us as I'm about to throw it to the whole body of the show without any further ado. Here we go. All right, are we ready to go? I got three people. Can I, can I be heard? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. I don't know what happened the first time. Who, who the hell's all on here? How many all people? right, we got me, Patrick Norway, Kyle Abram, and Chad Abram. They're only going to touch in on anything that they feel like they can touch base on. And it's going to be probably Reese and you talking in Norway. Okay, I don't. The more the merrier. So. The more that you can say that. Oh, why didn't you say it? Because you said it. Oh. So I speak for you now? So I got, I got some uh, NFL standing, NBA standing. Reese, still there? Yep. Okay. Hey, how about that Kentucky win, baby? All day, baby. Hey, you guys, this is the biggest game coming up in school history, I would say. You guys have never had this much uh, eyeballs in your program uh, in the, ever. Biggest game in Lexington, probably sporting event since the Final Four. Right, absolutely. I'll say, yeah, I'll say the basketball, man. That's uh, that's uh, that's impressive, and uh, I, I hope you guys can pull it off. I hope so. We'll see. Peacock, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just... My balls are hot. <laughs> you guys ready to start then? We are. Uh, all right. Who? Uh, let's start with the starting five. Five questions to help review the weekend. Question number one to the panel. Who won the week? Whoever wants to start, go. I'm going to let somebody else go. I'm always the one starting, so. Patrick, go. Uh, I'll kind of chime in here. Kyle Abram. Uh, I think Boston won. I think the Red Sox won the week uh, after being the best team in MLB all year long, um, playing up against a box office um, Dodgers team and able to beat them in five games. I think they win the week. It's a good, it's a good pick. Very good pick. They won the year, as he said. They dominated the entire season. wasn't a question who the best team was in baseball. Uh, and they show up and dominate in the World Series like they dominated the season. Uh, one of the funny things that the Red Sox organization did was they actually took to Twitter today. And uh, the official team Twitter was responding to people who were tweeting at them opening day. <laughs> so they kind of did a little bit of trolling there. And it's kind of interesting for the Dodgers signing Manny Machado halfway through the season and kind of the elephant in the room, Clayton Kershaw. People are in the conversation and see the best ever. 
And now he has a career postseason ERA over four. Ouch. And no World Series reign. So, Ouch. a big turn of events there. Uh, Is the contract up, Kershaw? I, I heard his post game. He was talking about he has like three days to decide something. What was that about? I think it may be a player option for him. Okay. On that. Uh, another big winner for the weekend was the Rams getting a huge win over the Green Bay Packers. It's one of the toughest games they've had all season, and they really got. Uh, if it wasn't for Ty Montgomery at the end of the game, there might have been a different outcome, and we might be talking about something else right now. Easy winner there. The plus, plus 10. Easy one. You saying plus 10 is the spread? No, that was an easy winner. The Packers. Oh, yeah, it was plus. Oh, yeah, okay. I saw plus nine and a half at one point. Yeah. No, 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 they were, they were plus 10. Plus yeah, that was uh, Aaron Rodgers' largest uh, underdog spread in his career, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I gave that out last week. I just You can't give that guy that many points. But uh, yeah, it's with a stash that strong and Danica <laughs> Patrick by his side now. He's steaming, beaming, Willie beaming. Aaron Rodgers is the show, baby. Uh, Luke, uh, Luke, Kyle, who's your uh, winner of the week? My winner of the week. Mm, I mean, that's not. I don't really know. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm a little biased. I'm going to go with the Steelers just because they took advantage of the AFC North this past weekend with a big win over the Browns. Um, but a lot of that, I think, has to do with how weak the rest of the conference is doing. I don't really have a big winner of the week. It's, to me, it's kind of a boring week of football. I'm more of a college fan. There's a lot of teams idle this week. Um, so I, don't know, I also want to go with Kentucky. They put themselves in a situation to, to take care of the SEC East with the biggest – Biggest game in school history coming up against the Georgia team that was just in the college football playoff, but at the same time they're somewhat struggling. And so this is a, this is a game they put themselves in position to change change the future of their program. Another one to kind of turn uh, tides a little bit. A big winner of the week, in my opinion, Toronto three and zero in the week. Kawhi balling out, scored over twenty in all three games, had a thirty five point nine. They're six and zero undefeated. And it kind of is quieting all the controversy of whether or not he's going to be able to play with Lowry coming out of the gate. I think that's a big winner. Another big winner is going to be Rondo's left hook. Oh, just <laughs> boom, right in Chris Paul's face. Like, I don't think Rondo intentionally spit in his face. Yes, there was a little bit of spit that came out. But I loved it. When uh, a grown man puts their hands in my face, I'm going to come at you. And uh, we also saw... Brandon Ingram's also, um, we'll call it questionable actions. And... Yeah, I know. You've got all kinds of women putting things in your face. <laughs> I, mean... you know, I blame James Harden for all of it. Oh, of course you would. I do blame James Harden because what happened to the mentality from the late 90s and the only player I see that still has that mentality was Tyler Hansborough when he came out of North Carolina that – it's looked upon as being weak and soft if you soccer it and, and make it look like you're trying to flop for a foul. Like, part of stepping up and being a man and not wanting to look weak. Well, the, the games are changing at every level. The NFL, college football, basketball, everything's getting softer. There's rules in play now that protects the offense and – uh, they're trying to, you know, to avoid injuries, and it's kind of became a softer generation in a whole 
you know. And, you know, so, that's a very good point because offense sells. Yes, the sells defense, the tickets. You know, very rarely does a defense sell tickets, and James Harden is 100% offensive. He is the reigning MVP. He's kind of one of the faces of the league. Well, J.J. Watt might have something to say about that last statement, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I just – I don't know. But I, I get what like you're it. saying. I don't like it. I don't like how players try to flop and act soft. Well, the whole NBA does it, now you can't do that. Absolutely. Hard, I mean, oh, LeBron's just as bad. There he cries and whines for fouls, too. So I think that's just part of basketball culture now. And the NFL. But we're going to go to the biggest loser, P. Well, I'm giving my winner out. Um, none of you guys are Leafs fans, except Norway, I think. But Lewis Hamilton won the F1 championship, so that's my winner of the week. We can go – or Kyle Reese, did you get your winner? I was going to say the Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay. Oh, Hugh, Hugh and Todd are gone. They only go up from here. I, don't, I, th- I think they should have did it during the off season, personally, but – Absolutely, and I, I like it too. It brings it, it, it's something that's going to bring some energy to the Browns that they need. It's going to be some, uh, you know, it, it's a waste of a season at this yeah. point to do it this late. Like you said, I feel like they should have done it in the off season. Now it's almost a waste of a season. Still going to bring some energy that they need. So yeah, well, I, I have a question. Who Final is, record. Three, who's going to have a bigger impact? Is it going to be Ty Lu from the Cavs or Hugh Jackson from the Browns? Which is going to be bigger? I Which think firing? They're, they're I both think they're both garbage. So <laughs> yeah. when's the last time a, a city fired two coaches in back to back days? I hell I couldn't tell you. Would be my best. Well Marshall did that a couple years ago, but that was a different situation. They got fired all right. What? All right. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> Other than Patrick being the biggest loser for that, uh, who was the biggest loser of the week? He lost the week. I, I kind of think it was the Dodgers because you have – this is the second World Series in a row you've made it to. The expectations are high. Uh, your payroll is one of the top in baseball, if not the highest in baseball. You got Kershaw, who – has a player option for upwards of like $30 million. And as we just saw time and time again this postseason, he's not the pitcher he was. So it looks like the Dodgers are in a mess. I got a biggest loser in the Green Bay Packers, man. They gave that one away. Yeah. Like If Ty Montgomery does a fumble on that kick return. I don't know if you saw on uh, Twitter today, they said that Montgomery threw a hissy fit, I guess, on the offensive series before and um, complained, and they told him before he went out to kneel the ball. And I the whole locker room's Selfish. Because he went out there and returned it and fumbled. Uh, well. So I guess the locker room is, is all backwards, and they said it was a fucking selfish play. Is what it is. Oh, it was, for play, sure. I mean, that, players. that's – I wasn't aware of that, but that makes that makes it even more interesting. He said, now. Uh, he said we have number twelve. Why the hell would he take it out the end zone? It, it, it was some good commentary. The- Absolutely. I mean, he's got a good point too. I mean, why why risk fumbling when you when you have Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the greatest to ever play the position as your quarterback? I mean, give the man a chance. Yep. Yeah, we all we all wanted to see him with the ball two minutes left. See what he could exactly. Yeah, like we want to see. One of those, like, 
history moments where you're at the edge of your seat watching him drive down the field, and Aaron Rodgers is notorious at doing that. It was just sad. Ty Montgomery, you suck balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before you go, Peacock, I'm going to touch base on my biggest loser of the week. My biggest loser of the week is Jameis Winston. Oh, that was um, Ooh, that's a good one. It's, uh, you got to, I mean, I mean, everybody knows why, but you, and you, you know, you, the pressure is on you a little bit anyway. Um, and then I feel like Fitzpatrick kind of gave it to him, let him get his shot to come out and prove that, magic. prove that the job is yours. And you know, you're a top draft pick. You have all the weapons around you, in my opinion. Enough, enough weapons around you. You're going to get a struggling Cincinnati team, and you, all, you come in and you're absolutely awful. You, 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 I mean, your interceptions are right to them. This, Welcome to the jungle. He's always, he's always we've got bodyguards. Oh, James Winston's had some great games. He has potential there. He's had and, moments in games. And he's had great games. Yeah. And oh, it's boy. here's the thing. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not folding on Jameis Winston, but maybe for that team and that coaching staff, I've seen players leave and go elsewhere and be successful. I want to see Jameis get another chance. I think he has the cannon for it. He has the moxie. He can be great. But as far as at, at Tampa Bay, I think he's, I think he's done and he's the biggest loser of the week. And it's, uh, he, he need, they need to move on from him and he needs to go elsewhere. be best for him in the organization. I'm out on crab legs. Piss on him. <laughs> He's got small what? hands too. Facts. I, I heard something else is small too. We're on the street. Oh, yikes! His shoelaces. He likes to keep them short. But he doesn't like long shoelaces. Right. Who else? Yep. Who else has a, a loser of the week? Jameis was going to be mine. I don't know any. Oh, sorry, buddy. Mine's the uh, for the second straight week. I'm picking on him, but the Pac-12 conference. The, they had five. Sucks. They had five uh, outright underdog winners this week, but Oregon, Washington, USC, Colorado, all took bad, embarrassing losses. It only hurts Wazoo, the only one-loss team in their league for any playoff hopes, even though those went out the door last week, in my opinion. But, again, another black eye for a region Absolutely. of the country we really don't pay attention to where we live. So right because the time differential and I, I totally agree with you there. It's going to take. They're not that good. It, the Pac-12 is just not that good. And uh, another biggest loser of the week, of course, is Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, <laughs> one because I want to say that they are. Two because they are. Three. Um, when you go and you get, you know, everybody's looking at Ohio State, Michigan right now. Teams with one losses, and you're going to get manhandled by Purdue. While simultaneously Michigan manhandles Michigan State, and then Purdue goes on the road to Michigan State and gets handled. And also, your biggest win of the year, TCU, they just lost to Kansas. Yikes! They just lost to Kansas. You're awful. Nope. And, and another thing is, everybody's giving you know Penn State all this credit because it's, it's like people look at Ohio State as uh, the the you know the bar to look at just because Penn State played them well or just because they only beat this team by this much, they're automatically a good team. And it's starting to look otherwise. And look out for Nebraska to put up 20, 30 points against Ohio State's sorry defense this week as well. I'll take the mods. Oh, little friendly wager. Oh, Nebraska puts up 20. No, you're going to get me. Remind you, Michigan beat Nebraska 52-3. to three. I mean, I think there's probably – I think you could have picked like that. OSU as the winner of the week because they moved up to eight in the freaking poll somehow. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it don't matter. I, I'm just, you know, I, I just wanted to talk shit about Ohio State. I love to do it, and it's oh, I love at the it. End of the year, November. Well, if, if, at the same if, time, you can't be sure they get by Michigan State, though. Well, and but that's the thing is, I just love it because you can talk all the shit, but then you get beat every year. But it's every year. It's a new year. I and know. I everybody heard, I knows. Know, I heard that one. Michigan. Uh, you everybody knows. Stop Jabril Peppers. And, and you didn't. We got robbed in 2016. Well, you lost. That's what happened. Which we're not going to this year. Um, I, all right, uh, enough for his dumbass shit. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get another biggest loser, and that's gonna be Texas. They uh, overrated. Cho- yeah, well, they choked. Well, I mean, they had the big win over U- Oklahoma, and uh, they were kind of in the talks a little bit. Not really in the playoff picture, but they were getting talked about a little bit. But now you're pretty much done. You're, you're canum, and that kind of makes Oklahoma look bad. Mm-hmm. Right. As far as I'm gonna touch base on that real quick. As far as the Big Twelve goes, they need uh, they need. I think they need a Notre Dame loss because the way I see it right now is there's gonna be an undefeated Clemson team, undefeated Alabama team, and the between Ohio State and Michigan, a one loss Big Ten champ is in, and then it's gonna come down to whoever has one loss in the Big Twelve will go, in my opinion. Well, um, the- so now Texas has eliminated themselves. I think right now it's coming down to West Virginia and Oklahoma. But if somehow in a weird round robin way, if all of them finish the two losses, they're eliminated. And then we're gonna probably have two SEC teams in it again, which I wouldn't want to see. Well so- a lot of the analysts right now are picking the Big Ten to not make the dance. There's a lot of them saying that mission's gonna end up five. Who who's the That's we're the fine. analysts, dude. Fuck the analysts. Yeah, we're the analysts. <laughs> you're not leaving. I don't care what they say. It's like the second best team in the country right now. You're well, not leaving them out. Well, the, these are the people that get paid to do this shit, like six figures. I do it for the well, love of the game, Norway. I do it for the love of the right. game. And, and that doesn't – that doesn't. you watch everything that they say, too. They're just like us. Everybody's around 50%. It's just the way it goes. It's, Except they it's make a lot of money doing it. I make a lot of money, too, I but started, it's not doing that. I started Jameis with that's, in this. That's what I, I just said. It doesn't matter how much money you make doing other things. We're talking about this. And that doesn't make them right, either. Uh, but they get paid to do it. I mean, because right. it's well, their job. Hey, speaking of people who get paid to do a lot of things. Or get paid a lot to do something. Um, Luke, I wanted to ask you what you thought about uh, Canelo Alvarez's new $365 million deal. His new he deal. should have been one of our winners of the past Absolutely. Week. As a boxer, and boxing is a dying sport, and you have somebody that's the face of uh, your entire sport right now um, to get a deal like that. And what's funny is I, I love boxing. And, and penis. And, yeah. Thank you, Patrick. Um for, to, for that deal to come out and him make that much money and me not even know about it, that, that tells you a lot about bossing itself. And I, I, well, I think that um, after the Triple G and Canelo fight, uh, I think that boxing might be slightly on the comeback. I think that what Conor McGregor did, even though it was kind of a joke, and let's be real, anybody that knows anything about boxing knows that it was just for show and yeah, stunt. Right. But I think it was really good for the sport because it brought a lot of attention back to boxing to the point to where now the deal is not as sweet as it sounds up front. It is $365 million over f- 11 fights for the next five years, and that is all pending. Because unlike any of the other sports, it's not guaranteed. Fights are never guaranteed to happen. Right. But the money is there if the fights do go down that path. I mean, that's a lot of money. It but is. It is. That's, that's, that's a huge deal. And for, for me not to even know about it, that tells you a lot about boxing. You know, it's dying. Yeah, itself. Well, we also had the first ever uh, MMA trade with the UFC and one championship fighting. 
I didn't know that was possible, by the way. <laughs> Neither did I, but I thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, well, that's something new. Uh, UFC got uh, Ben... Askren. Yeah, and uh, I've actually watched a couple uh, a couple of his fights, and man, he's going to bring some noise to the UFC. Also, this uh, upcoming Saturday, we have the UFC heavyweight title on the line with uh, Daniel Cormier and... Uh, Derek the Black Beast Lewis. He's the one with the hot balls. That's that's not going to be a fight to me. Uh, yeah, you're 100% right. Um, Cormier. Cormier is going to destroy him. Well, They're pretty much that setting and... it up for he's going to fight Brock Lesnar or John Jones is what's on the word on the street right now. Like, didn't Lewis or, yeah, didn't Lewis fight like a month ago? Yeah. Like, how? Um, that, I. First of all, I don't know how he got cleared by the commission. That There's a lot of talk right now, and uh, they're pretty much a lot of people think it's a publicity stunt by the USC just because the dude's really popular on Instagram, and he, he's really entertaining. If you Obviously, as you could tell from his interview, I mean, the dude talked about his hot balls, talking about how he's out of shape and wanted to smoke weed with Joe Rogan on his show. And then two months later, he's fighting for the heavy heavyweight championship for the UFC. I, I just think it's a publicity stunt, trying to get some quick money from the UFC so they can set up the Lesnar fight or John Jones. We shall see. But can we touch back base on football, Peacock? We can go to the funniest thing from the week, the topic three here on the starting five or question three. What was the funniest thing uh, any of you guys saw from the weekend? Funniest thing. I have mine if I if I could start. If, yeah, go ahead. Fire away. Mine's the uh, Florida State offensive line. Obviously, Clemson, hell of a defensive line. They couldn't block him, couldn't protect. Francois got knocked out of the game. But if you look at the box score, Florida State, 35 rushing attempts for negative 21 yards. Oh, my. Wow. And that's laugh out loud funny to me. It is. Well, the funniest thing of the week for me is my sports bets. I've never had such a bad weekend, <laughs> such a loss. I should have been the biggest loser. I've never had so much. One, I make a lot of bold bets. I like. I pick a lot of underdogs, and usually I'm right. And I make a lot of. Uh, uh, I make a lot of great picks that I like to challenge myself with, and I did absolutely awful this week. I think I was like one out of six, one out of seven out of my on all my. Um, uh, Bobata picks online that just wasn't even close. It was a terrible weekend for me, and I, you know, I, I'm laughing at myself. So that's my laugh of the week. Anybody else have one? Uh, yeah, Jameis Winston throwing four fucking interceptions and then getting benched for fish magic. <laughs> Reese Abrams, you guys got anything? Abrams, I watched a funny Boston Red Sox. Uh, thing on Twitter where they put their faces on the Sandlot players. Ooh. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I thought that was... Wait, no, didn't they dress up as the Sandlot players? Um, no, I, the way the video was, it was their faces on the Sandlot players. They were hit, it was during the scene where they got all the hits against the other oh. squad, and they put the L.A. Um, players' faces on that team. Oh. And it was, it, I, I saw another one it where it was... I'm not sure if it was the Red Sox or not, but it was the MLB team. They dressed up as the players of the Sandlot. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Another funny thing, you guys see Trevor, uh, what's his name, uh, Pedoria get ID'd, right? How do you say his last name? 
Pedroia. He got ID'd walking through the uh, <laughs> walking through the infield. How, or Justin, Justin Pedroia. How how the money have fallen? Like he multiple time All Star, and then yeah, oh my, I can't believe I forgot about this. What about the Jaguars players getting detained over in London? Oh God, racking up a forty six thousand dollar bar tab. Amazing. Yeah, on a Friday night, and then they left. They stepped them out on the bill. Oh, ouch! That's but, that's what you do in jolly old England town, I guess. Yep. Well, their asses got arrested and detained, and now they have to pay the money back. So, yeah, forty six thousand dollar bar tab. What uh, I would like to throw in uh, the LeBron Jordan Twitter beef. Did anybody see that? Yeah, yeah. that's a great commercial, by the way. Yeah. And it's, Kind of funny to see it go back and forth, right? And start and just the way people react to it all, all day. Me and Kyle, you know, we're out to eat a couple of times, so we see it on TV all day. Just the way people react to something, so you know, just, just the comparison. It'll, it'll never stop, and there never there'll never be an answer. It's all you know, your own biased opinion, and it's uh, it's great to just see everybody react to it. All right, question number four. Um, let's let's predict real quick. Who will be the top four tomorrow night in the college football playoff rankings? The first rankings come up tomorrow night. Who do you guys think will be the top four? Uh, I'm going to go one, Alabama, two, Clemson, three, Notre Dame, and at four, I'm going to have LSU. Um, I personally think Michigan is better than everybody but Alabama, but by resume and, you know, by fairness as well, they should be at five or six. And I think they'll have LSU in there regardless because it's going to set up a bigger matchup this week between uh, they're going to want a number one versus number four or even a number three. I could see I could see uh, Clemson being three or four and LSU being at three. And um, well, right now, LSU is the only team in the NCAA that has five wins against power five conference opponents. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. But and, that's and, and not they true. Know it doesn't matter. I, I, they, they, they know that it's yeah, okay I, to put them there I, right now because it's yeah. going to set up a great game this week, a top three game. One of them's going to lose, so it don't really matter where they put them this week. I just think they'll have them higher than uh, five. Norway, LSU Norway, that's, Norway, that's not true at all. That's I must have misheard it on ESPN then. Oh, well, every team that's that has five conference wins in the ACC, Big Ten, SEC, Big 12, Pac-12 would have five power five wins right now. It's sick of hearing LSU has three top ten wins when Miami's not even ranked anymore. Right, I hate that too, like, man. Like, just because they're ranked that high when you play, it's argument. like you know, it's like Ohio State's wins over TCU and Penn yeah, State. Can't... Neither one of those teams are any good. Yeah, yeah, they're not. <laughs> right, we got a butt hurt Michigan. Fan. No, I ain't butt hurt. I'm happy. I'm proud. We're gonna kick Ohio State's ass this year. Watch, watch what we do to Penn State. for Ohio State being the only thing we have. That's that's well, kind of fair right there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, right, you right. know, I want to be the biggest damn Reds fan there is, but, you know, they... Well, they, I mean, yeah. the Indians were just in the World Series two years I ago, mean, and, uh, yeah. and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's tradition. 
I, I they just great can't program. win. And the Cavs organization so bad, they make you want to just switch. Move to L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Miami. I, I'd rather him went back to Miami. Well, Miami's so 2004. I don't, I don't really want to give a top because yeah, wow. thank you, Reese. Neither you build your top four, Reese. 2006. Hold on, Reese has his top four. I don't, I don't really want to give a top four just because I fit. I feel like it's all going to be the same. I don't think it's going to be too. Yeah. Um, but like five through eight and five through ten, oh. I'm really interested in to see. Uh, yeah, that's where there's going to be a lot of uh... Michigan will be five. Um, the AP voter voters really blew my mind this week with some of their horrible votes. Um. So I'm all I'm hoping actually is just to see Kentucky, uh, one spot ahead of Ohio State, and I'll talk the most shit I've ever talked for one. <laughs> oh, I watched that game. Kentucky uh, shouldn't win it. And uh, that'll be it. I mean, we, we don't even have to beat Georgia. I just need that once in my life. No, no, we are they Georgia. Are, they are. I'm in on the Wildcat train, boys. I, I mean, I really, I honestly think we have a great chance of beating them, but. Uh, I, I think you. I don't. I don't think it's a great chance, but I think you got a, a swinger shot. Georgia's uh, the worst part of their team is running defense, and that's what the best thing we do is. So we got the number one scoring defense in the country. Shout out Kentucky, then, right? And it's not. And we're not talking about basketball here, folks. Right, that's football. I just, I'm sorry, I can't trust the Kentucky football. team. No, that, well, you try green. try being a fan for this long and trusting them. <laughs> I'm, I'll tell you what, I've, just I been wait, Kentucky, I've been waiting for him to choke. I'll be honest, Everything. I didn't know Kentucky football fans existed outside of Lexington. Yeah. There ain't very many. I'll tell you what, though, uh, the running back from Westerville is a little G, dude. Yeah, yeah he is. I wish, he, I wish somebody in Ohio would have. Benny? Uh, yeah, he wanted an offer from Ohio State. They never gave it. Yeah, that's too bad. Same with Lynn Bowden, the punt return for the touchdown. Same with C.J. Conrad, the guy who caught the game-winning touchdown. But it's not surprising Stoops, being an Ohio guy, is able to come yeah. in and get well, the Ohio got, kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. It makes sense. Vince Morrow, too, who almost went to Michigan when Harbaugh went there, actually. He probably didn't go stay at his house. <laughs> or e- climb a tree or something. Easy, take a shirt off. Easy now. Easy. He's a Youngstown guy. He's a goofy fuck. It'll be interesting. He respects women. So. I, just, I don't see. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I don't think the committee will put will respect Ohio State as much as what these other type of votes that are coming out are. But we'll see. Well, that's... I'm an Ohio State fan, but I'm a realist too. We we that Purdue loss was bad. Our resume is not that impressive right now. I think the big thing that hurt it was, though, which, like I told Tyler, I thought I thought it was the easiest bet of the week was, I mean, Purdue coming off that game, I Michigan State minus one was, I thought, was easy money because it's sort of like watching Kentucky basketball. Whenever they get beat by a team in the SEC, they lose the very next game about every time. You know, they play their best game against their best opponent. Yeah. And they come out the next game, and you can't get that hyped for the following game after that. Um, yeah, you got the hangover still. It's... Unless you're in Ohio State, unless you're in Alabama, you know you don't you don't have that. For sure. All right, final fifth and final question of the starting five. It's the random question. Who has a random question? Ask it. We'll all answer it. Um, 
How do you guys feel about the new NBA G League offering uh, high school players up to $150,000 a year contracts? I'll jump in first. I I don't think yeah, it, change, it changes anything. Do you think it starts a trend, though? Like, I know there's already – they're going to lose, like, probably like 10 out of the top 100 players. No, I, think. I don't think so. Well, let me I ask you something. Eric made a good point. He said uh, – he said we weren't going to get those kids anyways, or we wouldn't have recruited those kids anyways. I think they're going to know from the type of kids that they recruit who's going to go and who's not going to go. Like the kid from Syracuse that went this year to Darius Baisley, uh, he got a million-dollar shoe deal with New Balance. Dad life. But here's but here's another thing you got to look at too is um, this might actually enrich the NBA talent uh, pool also because you got to think that there there are athletes out there that won't make it to the next level pure fact that they can't make the grades or they got in trouble. That's a fallacy. Come on. Yeah. They all make it. I've never taking, seen a top ten. I've never seen a top ten five star not making. They're only talking English, math, and uh, not even. Listen, um, go ahead, Kyle. My bad. I mean, I. They're not taking anything hard for their first two semesters. I can tell you that. Listen, if, I'm a I'm a Duke top. fan, and there's no way. There's, Trevor, uh, Duvall got through Duke last year. If he made it through Duke, anyone can. Yeah, that's my point. Like, there's no way they're recruiting that type of athlete that also has that ac- academic profile to get into Duke. So, everybody's kind of changing the curriculum just to get these athletes in. My well, my yeah, point on fuck me right. My point is, would you rather go to college for a year, be on a national stage, national TV games, have all these great amenities and training facilities that these colleges provide? Yeah. Or would you rather ride a Greyhound bus from Canton to Fort Wayne, Indiana, in the G League? Oh, G League for sure. You're crazy. Imagine crazy. Hell yeah, I'm crazy. Imagine Dion Williamson in the G League this year. How many? No one would even watch him for a whole year. Exactly. Right. Instead, he'll be on TV about every game this year. Yeah, I don't think it changes anything from. You know, the top whatever 20, just, 20 recruits in the country, they're still going to go to be, the con- – It'll be your players that will go that have handlers already. The ones that all just got caught up in the Adidas uh, thing, the bone right. scandals. It would be all those going. These kids right. get offered from uh, – oh, when uh, Alonzo Ball's dad tried to start his stupid league, um, and then He's they offer – they get though. deals from China. I mean, they're not – they know what's better for them. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's uh, they, you know, especially if they have any parents at all in their lives, like it's it's going to be very minimal. I think some kids will do it, oh. but I don't think it's going to be any of the big time recruits. Um, it's gonna, it's it's going to have it's going to be very little impact. But it did raise some eyebrows. I know that. Oh, I think I think it's a step in the right direction. Do you guys? Do you, uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, kind of working, like maybe a, a footstep towards NCAA players getting paid at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, do you guys want the one and done, like, or not the one and done? Do you want the high school straight to the NBA back in? Absolutely, the I do. I do. Absolutely, 100%. LeBron James proved that. Like, well, I think he's kind of an exception, but yeah. I also I think, think Kwame that... Brown failed it. <laughs> <laughs> but really. 
But he made it though because yeah, he, he got the contract. They make the money. Yeah. yeah, that's all that matters. I mean, right? And I mean, I think that uh, if you're smart, I mean, why not? Really? Well, I I believe in like free market, make your money. But also, as more of a college basketball fan than an NBA guy, uh, I think it would put more purity back into the college basketball game. Well, you'll have, yeah, you'll have guys, you know, staying three, four years, developing, you know. And maybe they do make an NBA career later on down the road. But, you know, like Zion this year or R.J. Barrett or whoever is the top pick coming into the draft next year, it's kind of a waste of time just to go a year in college to me. Yeah. All right. I got to step away for a second. I'll be right back. The other guys are staying. <laughs> you probably you probably didn't need to announce that. So. Right, right. You're welcome. Anyway. You don't even get it. Suck it. Let's yeah. – uh, Let's run through uh, some of the the uh, the games from this past weekend. A result, um, saying real quick. I want to interrupt. This is going to go way quicker, way more smooth with me and Kyle in here than you and uh, Kyle on the other end of this phone call. So let's go ahead and get started and zoom through this, and everything's going to go smooth like an actual podcast from this point on. All right, let's talk about the big college games. Uh, Georgia they blew Florida out thirty six to seventeen. You guys have any takeaways on that? I was love. Uh, I watched. Go ahead, go ahead, buddy. My bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say I was loving it. Um, I was enjoying top golf in Columbus, checking on it. Um, Humble brag. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I needed it, man. I needed it. We needed Georgia to win because, you know, it set up the championship this week. So, I had to be a dog Saturday for a little bit. I, I, Absolutely. I felt that game was closer than the score indicated, though. It's oh, just same. The, the same. turnovers for Florida, just they had to play a perfect game. They're outmanned, and they didn't play that that clean game they needed to. Florida averaged over seven yards per carry that game. Uh, Yeah. Missouri had four people run for touchdowns against Georgia. I mean, I'm telling you, there's not a bigger game in Lexington next week. You're hyped. Like like Luke said, I've almost bought tickets about two or three times. But my fiance ruined it with engagement pictures on Sunday, so yeah. <laughs> uh, right under the bus in Cleveland. So there ain't no way I'm going from Lexington to Cleveland seven o'clock Saturday. Luke, you got a takeaway on that game? Yeah, I watched the game, and I basically you basically took the words out of my mouth as far as saying it was closer than the score indicated. You know, after Felipe Franks threw that touchdown pass to take the lead, uh, I believe it might have been the third. Yeah, late second, yeah, third, third. Start of the third. Yes. Okay. And, and I thought it's it's it just things started to not go Florida's way. Georgia won at fair and square. They were the better team, but I think they were a ten point, you know, seven point, you know, the, you know, watching the game, they were seven to ten points better, not you know, fifteen to twenty points better. And the score didn't indicate how great of a game and how much of a battle that really was. So, all right, Penn State. The 17th-ranked team in the country, they beat Iowa. The 18th-ranked Hawkeyes, a 30-24 Saturday afternoon as well. Uh, rainy, ugly conditions. Uh, I guess for me, I'll start. Iowa throws the ball 49 times. I think that's where they kind of lose the game, and they still had a chance to win the thing. Uh, I totally agree, and Iowa was one of my picks of the week to beat, uh, to beat Penn State straight up, and I still like my bet. That, you know, they're throwing an interception inside the 10 on their own two-yard line with a chance to go ahead and, uh, you know, win the game. And it's uh, – and just, just not – I'm not more – it's more I'm not sold on Penn State. People – because they gave Ohio State a great game. Everybody's sold on Penn State. Uh, I think Iowa went in there, did um, 
just didn't didn't do enough to win the game, even though they were in position to do it. And I feel watching both of the teams play that they're the better team. It just uh, Penn State squeaked one out at home, but it sets up a better better game next week at Michigan. It's going our our ass kicking is going to make it. It's going to look better than what it really is because Penn State's not that good. Anybody else have a take? No, I I, I agree with him. Uh, let's uh keep going here. Um, number twenty, Wisconsin. Upset, I guess. Uh, they went in Evanston, took on Northwestern Wildcats. A two-touchdown win for say. Northwestern, 31-17. You want me to go? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't watch Big Ten games very much. Gotcha. Um, Wisconsin won a letdown. They they could have been the biggest loser, too. What a letdown going into the season. They're picked to go, you know, possibly even beat Michigan and show up to the Big Ten championship game undefeated and – they're not a bad football team, but compared to what they were supposed to be going into the season, they're one of the biggest losers. And after after this week, um, you know, they're done for. They're not going to represent, represent that side of the uh, the Big Ten. It's going to come down to Purdue and Northwestern. Um, however, shout out to Northwestern. Um, when Michigan, at the time, by the time we were going into Northwestern, I thought we were a complete football team, one of the top five teams in the country then. And then it, Northwestern punched us in the face early. And I thought, you know, it made me it humbled me a little bit. But after the last few weeks, Northwestern, in my opinion, is by far the best team on that side of the Big Ten. Um, they're playing great football, and I'm going to pick them to upset Notre Dame next week when they go to uh, up there on Lake Michigan to play to play Northwestern. I'm going to take Northwestern to beat Notre Dame in a low scoring, well fought game. It's this weekend. Yeah, so. it is this, or this weekend. Sorry, I missed. Yeah. Uh, I guess last college game I'll touch on is uh, Wazoo, Washington State. They beat Stanford on the road, forty-one thirty-eight. Minshew, the quarterback, the mustached guy for Wazoo, big game. I think he only had ten incompletions. Um, Stanford, though, a, a heavy favorite to win the Pac-12 by a lot of people preseason. Uh, just not living up to expectations. Luke, you got anything? Yeah, Sanford not living up to expectations, like you said. Washington, I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not sold on the Pac-12. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know who's good. I still think Oregon's the best team in the Pac-12 right now. Uh, just you know, they had some unfortunate losses, but it's uh, it's just it's hard to like the Pac-12. It's hard to watch them. You don't know what you're going to get from who, when, and uh, it would be shitty if one of those teams make it to the college football playoff because none of them deserve it. They're not any good. And that conference just needs to be, you know, the Mac two or something. It's it's trash. I, yeah, I don't think Stanford or Washington. I love Washington State's coach, though. By the way, Lee, like Lee, love him. Really? I think I I, do, I don't dislike him. I just think he's odd. I just think he's like you know like he's an odd dude. Just different. His press conferences are awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. A little side note for. Degenerates out there. I don't know how long it's going to last, but Wazoo remains undefeated against the spread this year. So, damn, wow. They're, damn. The, they're the only Power Five team that I know of undefeated against the spread this year. Even Bama has lost the game against the spread, depending on where you get your number or what book you use. But Wazoo consensus, um, I believe, eight zero against the spread. So uh, keep that in your tickler file uh, for this weekend. You know. Um, NFL, I guess we'll start Sunday night game since it's fresh. Saints 30, Vikings 20. Any takeaways from that? 
the fumble. Yeah, yeah, it was a redemption game, and New Orleans came in and took care of business. And I also think you find out you find out that Kirk Cousins is probably not the answer. That's a game, you know, like okay, well, we get to go to Los Angeles Rams. Kirk Cousins folds. Um, you have Green Bay coming to town. You go, you know, you get lucky and you get into a tie. And then you got uh, who was it this week? Saints coming to town, and what you can consider almost a rivalry already, in my opinion. Um, he folds again, so he's he's shout out to the Saints and Kirk Cousins is one of the biggest losers of the week. I think the Saints are the real deal, man. They uh, they they are going to make a Super Bowl run this year. I think I got them in the Super Bowl. Definitely improved. The defense is getting better. I think. Uh, I think the fumble, Thielen's fumble, killed the whole game from uh, yep. Minnesota. Man, I think it was the biggest turning point of the weekend, really. Yeah, and the Saints picking up on the defense with the uh, trade for Eli Apple too. That was big. oh Jesus. He's Here we go again. Yeah. I'm going to kind of go against the grain. I think that the Saints look a little suspect. If you look at their defense. Stefan Diggs and Thielen both have over 100 yards receiving. I'd piece. like every game for them. After <laughs> what Luke just said about Kirk Cousins, I mean, they still did it against them. Right. Yeah, Thielen's also got eight games in a row with over 100 yards receiving. I, I feel sure. like the – NFL record, by the way. I feel like the Vikings are weirdly a more complete team. It's just in the playoffs, like Luke, you were saying. They need would you? Would you, would you trust Cousins in a in a, a shootout to go against Rodgers or Breeze or any of these top quarterbacks in the NFC? I don't know if I do. I wouldn't either. And, that's, you know, when you get to the playoffs, man, it's always the same quarterbacks. It seems like they continue to win. It's always Brady and Super Bowl or Big Ben competing or even Flacco. Um, this year you had a new one with Wentz and uh, what's his name? Who's the backup? Uh, but the Eagles, so that was one of the best teams we've seen in a while, a complete team, so – um, yeah. Long story short, I'm not you know cousins when it comes to playoffs, just like Andy Dalton. <laughs> Luke's bias though, you got to admit you're biased against cousins because he's a Michigan State guy. No, deep down he won't admit it. The little brother has been better. Uh, when I think about Kirk Cousins, I never thought for one second about Michigan State. It's he, just, he, doesn't, he doesn't ever get a he doesn't ever get the job done. And uh, did I mention that we're going to kick Ohio State's ass this year? You did. Okay. It's good no for a rival. We'll see. We'll see. If you win once every day. I'm not counting the Buckeyes out. Everybody's talking. Oh, Michigan's going to destroy them. We'll fucking win. All right, let's just be Buckeyes real. Fans. I can't take Norway serious until he gets a haircut. Well, <laughs> as soon as my hair's long enough to donate for wigs for I mean, kids. it's bad enough you can probably <laughs> like throw a fucking set of C-cups on him and, you know, he probably look better than what they took him last Friday from the bar. Go. Oh. I quit drinking. I quit drinking. Panthers get a big one, 36-21 over the Ravens. Uh, are the did Panthers not, good? I did not see that coming out. Uh, after beating the Eagles and after beating the Ravens, yes. The Ravens looked like a pretty solid football team just a couple weeks ago before they ran into a couple strong opponents. And uh, the winner of the Eagles, the comeback win, was, was impressive itself. And, you know, shout out Cam Newton. He's just – he continues to – uh, Christian McCaffrey is just kicking ass this year. I mean, 
his stats are just out of the fucking water right now. It's <laughs> what's that mean? His what stats is this? are out of the water. Have, uh, <laughs> <consistency>. <laughs> oh. the, the Panthers. That means it's really good. Okay, just yeah, checking. Uh, I agree. If Butters says that he Butters Butters is is kind of talking about the past and and, and like uh, no. looking looking ahead that the Panthers might do well now, but. Throughout this season, they'll they fuck have, up somewhere. They're, they're not consistent. They're like an NFL version of what a highest state is a lot of times. Oh. Like they have enough athletes that when you know certain days they get it right or they'll out athlete you to a victory. But game in, game out, they're not gonna do that. And yeah, they might throw up some wins, but they're not gonna make the playoffs probably or even do good. Oh, they'll make the playoffs, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll see. I feel like we'll Baltimore see. is the uh, LSU of college football. Ooh, that's a, that's a good, uh, very great defense, kind of a boring offense. Joe Flack, not, not, not explosive. Burrow together. Yeah. Two big, Joe, shit, Joe. two big shitty quarterbacks. Yeah, that's on is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I wait for this weekend when I'm wearing my fucking Joe Burrow jersey. And watching the biggest upset of the you know, I, I made a good point today. I was talking to someone. I said, <laughs> all these people are posting about this Alabama-LSU game. And if you change the name of the quarterback at LSU, it wouldn't even be mentioned in Ohio this year, this week. Absolutely. You got a good plan. <laughs> Absolutely. It would not be mentioned. Was... If he has the, I'm saying, though, if he has the same statistics, everyone would be saying LSU doesn't have the offense. But all these It'd be Ohio the same people, LSU team for yeah, years. Yeah, all these, all, all, all you hear is, oh no, they're going to win, and I'm thinking they're about to get this. And Ohio State fans have normally hated LSU ever since Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, what was that? Seven to ten or forty-seven to twenty, something like that. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, we're going to find out what here's here's the thing. Joe Burrow, he hasn't really won games, in my opinion. Um, he just showed up, hasn't turned the ball over too much. Their defense and their running game has uh, what they're doing. He's doing what they asked. But also the opponents that they beat, they were ranked high at the time, but they come they, just like Ohio State. They turned out not to be that, not that good of wins, and they lost at Florida when Joe actually had to win the game. He threw a pick six. Um, he's going to have to win the game this week. He hasn't been asked to win any games yet. They just slide out, just played football, ran the ball, stopped him on defense. Coming this week versus Alabama, he's going to have to make plays. Yep. We'll see how good Joe Burrow is. This, this is a, uh, another reason why I like the Wildcats this weekend because – Oh, God. Hey, Florida beat – Florida stomp LSU. Wait, are the Wildcats playing in Rupp Arena no, no, this no, week? Kentucky, 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 Kentucky. Kentucky. They're, at, they're at the grocery store. I think you got a better chance of having your basketball team. And LSU stomped Georgia. And, hey, they're coming. Hey, I know what it is. Hey, 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 your hope, you, you, get your, you have, you know, your dearest and uh, highest hopes up. And I, I hope that they pull it off, man. It's, it's, it's a game. It's the biggest game. That I can think of in Kentucky football history. Oh, like, yeah, you, you, you have team. Georgia, a returning playoff team, who everybody thinks is going to be representing the East and the SEC coming to town. And if you guys win this, you control your own destiny all the way up to the SEC championship game, to where you can possibly play in a national championship. And this like, so much I'm not saying that'll happen. I'm just saying that's how you guys have put yourself in this situation, and it's deserved. So. Let's see what you got this week versus George. And dude, this does so much for Kentucky football. This Absolutely. Is this oh, is yeah, on a national yeah. map. 
I think yeah. moving forward with all the bullshit that's happening, you're gonna go from two and three Kentucky, stars to three and four stars. The, yeah, in the, yeah, in the SEC, you're gonna jump ahead of Mississippi State and Ole Miss. You're, well, you're going to be right there. With, well, we're already above. Recruiting. Well, you're going to be looking right there. With, you're might be hand in hand with Florida almost, or uh, even um, Texas A&M. It's you might be right there with them. It's Georgia, Florida, Kentucky in the East right now. Yeah, all of them have. Uh, you guys are actually. You guys have sole possession of uh, first, don't you? Because you beat yeah. Florida head on, yeah. and you don't have any. Uh, or no, you're one SEC losses to the opposite. Oh nope, so it's Georgia. It's Georgia Texas, one SEC. Yeah, you guys are tied with Georgia. You're tied with Georgia. It's the Texas A&M. Kentucky has Florida since the '80s. Hold on one second. What'd you say, Kyle? It's the Texas A&M and OT. Yes, so yeah. it's uh, so your guys' loss is from the other side of the conference, and four, and but so is Georgia's. So both of you guys have one loss to the opposite side of the conference. So you guys are tied for first. So the winner of this game wins the most likely going to represent the SEC East because no. that means you guys can lose a game after that and still go. Exactly, and all we have left is Tennessee. Right. So, so yeah, you guys, and like I just said, you guys, if you win this game, you're playing for a national championship at that point. No. I mean, good luck beating Alabama. Probably not, but you put yourself in that situation. That's all you can ask for. Yep. Anything can happen. Anything yep. can happen. Seahawks getting back to the NFL. Seahawks winner this week could be twenty-eight fourteen win at Detroit. Uh, they're kind of under the radar, decent, I guess. Is this their yeah? They're, they're a dark horse. Like nobody's really talking about them a whole lot. But Detroit's they uh, Detroit's been playing pretty decent. They were both four and two, I believe, coming three, into three. that game. Three and three. Three and three. I'm sorry. Um, I, I think the Seahawks, where they've unloaded so many other well-known players, people kind of thought forgot about them. But uh, they're starting to make a little bit of noise, and Russell Wilson is still one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the NFL and can do special things with the football. I tell you what, they got one thing other teams don't, and that's a linebacker with one hand. So, oh, I yikes! Think, I think that's huge. <laughs> what a dick! I like it. He's hey. a beast, though. It ain't really he big, is. Man. His effort is there, but you're right. That's the one thing that nobody else has, and we'll see what it does for him. If they win a Super Bowl, I think they got the fucking advantage for the rest of the time he's there. And he doesn't have to worry about which hand he wants to crank it with. Exactly. Fair point. Yeah, I mean, do you ever think he, like, sits on the nub and does Stranger Danger? Or... <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't care. We, we should find out. Well, anyway, we should go back to football. P, uh, what do you got next? On uh, yeah, you you gonna bring up this Michigan Penn State game? No, we'll do that in the second pod this week. Way oh. to pay attention to the rundown. But sorry for lashing out. Uh, I want to give out a, a like a off the top of the dome and impromptu award. Uh, the guy that needs to be drug tested of the week, Adrian Peterson, 126 yards rushing. They beat the shitty Giants, but. Are we? The what? old man can still do it, dude. He's he's on gear. He has to be, dude. He looks. He's good. old. He, I don't care. He looked good. He did. But hey, let's ADH test him. Slows the age process. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. But good. I. It's cool. I guess seeing him. I'm not. I hate the Redskins for some weird reason. But I guess it's good to see him. I think he's the leading rusher for the week thus far. Hey, to kind of build off of that, do you think that he is, like, top ten, maybe, greatest of all time? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. What do you think, Bean? Well... Not even here. Uh, right. hey, Luke. Beans not in here. Luke. Yeah. Um, your Steelers won. Do you want to just talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, they take sole possession of the AFC North. It was a good quality win. Uh, we're proving that we don't need Le'Veon Bell. How about be great right? to have him. Um, what do you think about that? Do you do you think? Yeah, really what are, uh, I think, right I think we should trade him. However, if Connor goes down, You're yeah, fine. yeah. Uh, if Connor goes down, we're going to be in a mess. However, um, I'd like to have him back for this season. But then we can trade him for anything else we need coming up. You know, whether it's a first round pick or a first and a third, whatever. Um, anyways, as far as beating the Browns, it was a good win. The Browns fought hard for a minute. Um, That's sad. Dude, the Browns are fun to watch this year. I'm like, I'm, I'm a baker. I'm ready to get baked. I love Baker Mayfield. He's fun <laughs> to watch. He's uh, entertaining. The, the dude just, he wants to win football games, and he's really helped turn that organization around. But I feel like it was, a big win. it was a big win going into next week's game versus Baltimore, which is our real rivalry. And uh, if we lose this, I think we're back to tied for first place. So it's uh, uh, it was a good win for us, and some momentum we're taking into Baltimore next week, and it's gonna be a great game again between the Ravens and the Steelers. I think we knock them off this time. That's a huge game because Baltimore wins their sweet season series, and they'll have the tiebreaker over you. So that's right. that's a huge game. Absolutely, absolutely, and also .dot com is from Baltimore and riding you know, bulls and shit. We, we should have had the men. We should have men here on the uh, the post game. Yep. Right. He wouldn't do this. Uh, Norway, I know you're a Bengals fan. I don't know about the rest of the people you're with, but uh, go on. They get the uh, 37-34 win. What's your takeaways there? Uh, actually, Kyle here is a Bengals fan, too. Uh, I-, I think it was a much-needed win. Um, two losses in a row really took a lot of air out of our uh, balloon. We uh, – that uh, – our – Losing the tight end, um, yeah, Tyler Eifer going down with that gruesome ankle injury. I think I'm gonna. I we two games. That is the only reason. Um, just kidding. Um, I, I'm just afraid of Marvin Lewis, Andy Dalton. As much as I hate to say it, has actually been playing pretty well lately. Uh, yeah, I still want him gone. Uh, upcoming star though. Tyler Boyd, he's been uh, up in the jungle and uh, looking really good. And it's great for A.J. Green to get some pressure off him. And he's starting to catch more balls, too, with Tyler Boyd drawing a lot more attention. Abrams, you got any more for Tad? Uh, I think Andy Dalton looked all right. Um, he threw for 280, two touchdowns, no interceptions. So not bad from that aspect. Honestly, I think the Bengals have some weapons uh, going into the playoff. Dude, Joe Mixon, Mixon yeah, Mixon you know, look good. And if Bernard can come back, yeah, I we mean, won't. I think with what you just mentioned, I think their offense can be pretty potent. Yeah, dude, the Mixon like looked like he was coming at that girl with the bar again back in college. Like, Jesus oh, Christ, dude! Laying it down, zingers that. tonight. Well, I mean, hey, we got to. Call it out as it is. I mean, he didn't hold back at the that's, bar. I mean, he that's when he's at his most aggressive. Yeah, that, I mean, that's an Ohio State fan for you, just resorting to assault. So, right. <laughs> 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 
Sorry for partying. I didn't know I couldn't do this. No, um, you know, you guys realize you're destined for the first wildcard game, the four thirty-five Saturday wildcard game, right? That's like the Bengals when they make the playoffs. That's their time slot. It'll that, probably that, be it'll be the Texans again, or maybe uh, Jaguars. It's going to be no, it's going to be the Chiefs. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Chiefs. It's going to be the Chargers and oh. then the second place in the AFC North. Because uh, the Steelers are win the division, um, most likely the Steelers will win the division. Then it's going to be between the Ravens and the Bengals. And again, the Bengals or the Ravens could win the division. But I'm going to say that the Steelers probably win the division, and then it's going to be either the Bengals or the Ravens, and then it's going to be the Chargers. So the Chiefs are going to take the, the Why don't, AFC. Pick one. Quit saying either. Pick one. Uh, I got it. To, it's safer to go with the Chargers. Ravens. Oh, the Chargers for sure. The Chargers and the and the Ravens will be my wild card. Bengals uh, today. Wild card. Who did? Hey, Who I, got, did? I got something to build off of it. What do you think has to happen for Marvin Lewis to stay or get fired? One or the other. What Ooh. do you think has to happen for the Bengals? That's I, a very good question. I think if Zach the Smith. Bengals don't make the playoffs this year, <laughs> he's got to go. Hey, guys, we're coming up on an hour. It's going to stop. You're going to have to save it and call us right back. We're going to touch base. No, no, no. It doesn't want to on a call. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. You're good. Dumbass. Okay, well, let's go back to Kyle's question. He says, what needs to happen for Marvin Lewis to stay or get fired? I think that's a great question, considering what the Bengals organization and ownership did last year after a win, a non-playoff win to end the season against the right. I don't, I, I don't know. That, that was that was embarrassing. Oh, my God. But, anywho, Patrick, go. I, I think if he doesn't make the playoffs, he's out. If he does, he's in. As much as I think we should just get rid of him, I would trade him for the third string towel guy from the Bears right now. Like, he, you traded a washing machine to get him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not willing to give up the washing machine. You didn't know that? Jackie, what, yeah. Would you trade him for bad head? Washing machine to get Ball right boy from Florida State, though. Oh, yeah. I get a wheels. That's a big time trade. Well, we're just not looking for the, the towel guy from Michigan because, as we saw from the water boy, that ended terribly for him. <laughs> it's better than – go, go. Go. Who go? Go, Kyle. You had some funny. Go. Do it. Do it. Nobody's feelings Nobody's feelings are hurt. Oh, gosh. All right. Anyway, go, go ahead, Pete. What you got next, buddy? Um, I'll touch on Marvin. Um, he just That's needs to. gay. He he continues to do what he does, and he okay. stays because they'll never fire him. And I think he has some kind of like, he's like Jason Garrett in a way. They both those guys have like a video or something really embarrassing of the that, owner. Yeah, and they have the the leverage where they're just going to keep their job forever. <laughs> I think. Short of murdering somebody, Lewis probably keeps his job, no matter how they do on the field. And that's why I'm out on. That's why I got out on the Bengals. I couldn't do it anymore. It's, it's hard. It, it's hard. It's, pur- it's purgatory. I mean, I started barking on Saturday and Sundays too. So I tell you what, I tell you, a coach who really needs to be looked at is McCarthy in Green Bay. Yes. Oh, I well, I agree with that. I. I 
Totally. He gets by every year. And it's like, come on, man. You got Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. What are they doing to help Aaron Rodgers? Do you have arguably – I would put him right – if I had to pick one quarterback – I I I wouldn't even take Tom Brady. I would take Aaron Rodgers to start my to start my franchise with. And, and what are they doing to help him, man? What are they doing to help him at wide receiver, at running back? It's it's to me, he's like Tom Brady. He doesn't have the best wide receivers. He just makes them look great. They never have a great tight end. Jimmy Graham's out of this prime. The defense is fucking trash. Like, what are you doing to help? It's garbage. Who would you say is the best Green Bay receiver that Aaron Rodgers has had in Green Bay? Ever? Yeah. Who is the best? Nelson? Is it Jordy Nelson? No, I'm going to go right now Devontae Adams. I'll I'll say Greg Jennings in his prime. Yeah. Good. That's a good one. With a broken fucking leg. Jermichael Finley. Oh. Uh, He was was nice. I, I, but one, he he does have a, he's not a big name wide receiver, but a, I think it's Geronimo Allison. He's starting to come along too. Well, we were just because that's Rogers. Nobody's came along like uh, Scantling has. Van Dez Scantling, or whatever his name is. That guy's yeah. he's their best go-to besides. He's Adam. mediocre at best. Right. I feel like Rogers just makes all those guys. Absolutely. So. He's so good. Absolutely. Except he's uh, gonna keep me from getting a W in fantasy this week. I mean, Arthur. has got Aaron Jones out there, and he's not even running him. He's running like Jamal Williams. And hopefully Ty Montgomery's done. Right. That's what that's what everybody's saying on ESPN that he should be done. I but mean, I mean like a real running back. Like, yeah, imagine if they had a running game to respect. It's like, okay, we're gonna sit here and scratch our, you know, jump while Aaron Rodgers throws the fucking ball. It's uh get him a get him a running back, man. Trade up, do something to get to get a great running back. Imagine if they had Saquon Barkley, you know what I mean? Like, oh man. Or yeah. Or Zeke, yeah. Or even picked up an Adrian Peterson, like they don't have to get one of the top guys, even one of the really, like, decent Somebody guys. good right now. Trade for Le'Veon Bell. Can you imagine if he had Kamara? Trade for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Oh, wow. Very, very, very good. That would be. Very true. We'll, gra- we'll gladly <laughs> trade you Aaron Rodgers. No. No, 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 no. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that would be a great, you know, your your first and second round draft pack, draft pick this year for Le'Veon Bell. Then, boom, Green Bay's a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I I think Kyle, that's a great point. I mean, that makes the most sense for a landing spot for Le'Veon Bell too. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's they're out of the division. It's, all it's just us sitting here talking, but it's fun to talk. But about. He, yeah, but he'd be he would fit so well in Green Bay and make them automatic contenders again. Two more, <laughs> two more NFL games. I just wanted to touch. Uh, Eagles back to five hundred. They get the uh, yeah. they get the win twenty four eighteen over the Jags. Fuck them. Also, Bears beat the lousy Jets, but the defense back on track without Khalil Mack sat or Sunday. Yeah, 24-10 win. Was that four or five interceptions? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty impressive. Even without without Mack, like you said. Uh, I think Mac is clearly the front runner for a defensive player of the year this year. So, uh, not having him was a pretty big uh, downfall. Sorry to cut you off. I disagree. I think it's Eli Apple. I think he's probably your deep boy. Right. It's uh, it's up it. for grabs. Still a lot of football left. I think that I think that's been. It's usually you kind of have your uh, your people picked out by now. But I think this is. I think somebody might come out of nowhere too. It's also been a year that. Uh, I just feel like somebody it, – It's I, there's nobody unanimous. It's uh, it's up for grabs. 
So, well, uh, overall, guys, uh, just kind of a ho hum week of both college and NFL football, though. But uh, not we're not going to preview the games, but uh, an exciting week of college football this weekend. Oh, I know, for sure. I know Kyle Reese. Uh, Kentucky games of your most important interest. Me and Luke have a big one as well this weekend. LSU BAM, of course. Um, you guys ready for the Saturday? Just general takeaways uh, for the upcoming weekend. Quick little preview. I'm rock hard just thinking about it. Great. Oh, yeah. as, as I say, Michigan fans, man, both of us had to sit back and not see anybody play. All our teams play this week. Was, it's uh, We're ready to get back at it in big yeah. games. Nebraska's coming in strong right now. And Ohio State, they're not. Okay. Anyway, Nebraska is getting better. Nebraska is getting better. Adrian Martinez is going to put up three or 400 yards of total offense against you guys himself. Yeah, Ohio State, that's the, that's the thing. Just because we beat them 52-3 to three doesn't mean you're going to. Nebraska is right. going to put up some points against Ohio State, well, at right. least 20. And it's uh, that, that's going to be a great game to watch. And then Michigan, Penn State, LSU, Alabama, a what, lot of good stuff going on. What time is your guys' Michigan game? Uh, 3.45. Afternoon turn into night's game. It starts at uh, 3.30, 3.45, 4 o'clock, something like that. So it's uh, it's what I love those games in Ann Arbor where it starts out daylight and ends up nighttime and it's uh, a, a, it's gonna be a great atmosphere for Penn State. I actually might go. Well, I'm pretty excited, obviously, for the Kentucky Georgia, but uh, roll around, win or lose on Tuesday. I hope we get the chance to beat Duke's ass in basketball. Oh, here we go. Hey, my hopefully my weekend goes with two dubs. Hey, you got another Kentucky Wildcat basketball fan here, too. There we go. That's what we need. One other thing to uh, take away from Saturday, I think, uh, in the Big 12, West Virginia, Texas. Texas. Yeah. West Virginia's still playing for a national championship, man. If they win out, I think they're in. I think they're out. Well, it all depends on what Notre Dame does, and I think they lose this week. Wrong. Right. Notre Dame's the game already being played. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I would love for Notre Dame to lose. They're so overrated. Absolutely. Dude, they played, they played a great game against Michigan. And I'd love they, for they my struck... wiener to grow four more inches, but I don't think it's Have happening. Have they been good since, Chip, uh, or since Brian Kelly got there? Uh, yeah, they had the undefeated season and got beat by Alabama really bad. Made a lot of Green good... Bowl, Alabama! I think that, uh, they were just like, yeah, mobile all the way. But anyway, we got uh, OU. They go to Texas Tech Saturday night as well. Kind of a sneaky good game to me, anyway. Um, Saturday night. So, you know, we got five, six big time playoff implicating type college games this week. Um, yeah, I'm excited as well, of course. And then uh, college basketball gets going next weekend or next week as well. Like Kyle took that. A cheap shot that was unnecessary. It's going to be a, uh, well. It's going to be a, uh, it's it's the friendship that you guys have and what you guys talk about year round. You got to take those shots, it's like Ohio State, Michigan, in a way. Just more of it's more like you know Michigan, Alabama, or Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma, something like that. Right now, because you guys ain't in the same conference. But I res- I like what he did there. I knew what he was doing. Calling you out, P. What you want to do about it? It's going to be a good. It's going to be. I lo- they're gonna be crazy. It's gonna I be let, a good old good one. I let Coach K do my talking. That's oh. that's all. So it hasn't been very it hasn't been very good recently in the tournament. No, it hasn't. 
I just hope Duke can play defense this year. That's my that's my hope. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think these last two years they've not underperformed? Like underachieved. Crazy, crazy underachieved though. Like they've had two stacked rosters. Yeah, of course. But I would say everybody in the country at the top level underperforms if you don't cut the nets down in April. So I've been I've watched the most biggest disappointment of my life in Indianapolis. Yeah. 2015. I know how it is, but I appreciate that because it led to me getting another yeah. championship. So thank you. Yep. um yeah are you glad grayson allen's gone no i ride with grayson dude duke's fun when they have a villain jj was my favorite player everybody hated him you go way back in the day with leitner a lot of people hate a lot of people hated uh wojo back in the late 90s too People hated Jason Williams really bad, too, when he was there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when Duke has a real hateable guy that's around for multiple years, it's funner that way. You died with that guy. Who do you think Duke hires after K leaves? Ooh, well, how long until K leaves? I think it's still going to be five, ten more years. Nah, he don't got that much. Ooh, J.J. Reddick. No. I mean, Greg Paulus is on a high Oh, Greg Paulus. Um, um, I think they, I, I think they asked for John Bayline out of Michigan, but I don't think he'll leave. What about uh, what about Mike White from Florida? His uh, his dad's the AD. That would be a, an obvious candidate. Um, it would ne- it would never happen, but they would take a run at uh, a Billy Donovan or Brad Stevens too. I feel like. Um, what about Rick Pitino? No. <laughs> no. Did you hear he was trying to get an yes. NBA job? Yeah, yeah he, he, goes he, to he hired an agent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you got to try, but who would – what frame Cleveland, maybe? Do you think the Cavs would hire Patino? Yeah. Uh, that's a yeah. good question. I should, we, should, we should get that started, get that rumor going, bud. Hey, Alfred Calipari a shit ton. <laughs> you know, a true little, true little story about that is Cal took that job that year. And we're gonna take the Cavaliers job till the Harrison twins came back. It it basically. What Damn. about what about when LeBron plays with his son at the Cavs? I think he'll retire there. Yeah, in I, Cleveland? I think he plays here with this kid and he's a fucking dad dick to him on the court and he's always yelling at him his dad and it's, it's, this kid's like the new Kyrie and then this kid just fucking doesn't like him for the rest of the life. You find out what it's like to play his dad and he's fucking a dick on the floor. What a terrible ending to LeBron's <laughs> career. <laughs> Come on, son. Box out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a bitch. And then he flops. <laughs> How dare you. That's my boy. <laughs> Again, silence is crucial to well, uh, what, podcast. Well, okay, what was your well, question? Talking about? Next question. Yeah. Be oh, I'm, not, I'm out. I'm out. This is, the, this is the get everything off your chest portion of the show. Well, okay, well, I want to touch base on college football because that's what I do. I think it's a great week coming up in college football. We already touched base on all these games, but it's the first week of the college football playoff rankings coming out, and I think we're going to get a lot of answers this week as well. And next Sunday, it's going to be more uh, a more interesting. Um, you'll see more of where we're at. 
um, as far as how the rankings are going to un- things do matter. I know it's only the first ones, but the committee, wherever you're at now, the committee, as of right now, after enough football to see, they believe you should be in this spot. So it's very crucial to be near that top four. So, I, I, um, I, Central Florida goes undefeated. What do they do? They do not make no, it. No, they no, don't make it. No. They don't deserve to. No. Play somebody. Play somebody. Here's, I did. I did still tweet off a guy. I forget. Here's the power five teams that control their own destiny within their conference or their division or conference: Clemson, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Pitt, and the ACC. You got Oklahoma, Texas, West Virginia, still in the Big Twelve. Michigan, Ohio State, and Northwestern in the Big Ten. Washington, Washington State, and Utah in the Pac-12. Bam, LSU, and Kentucky, Georgia in the SEC. I think. Other than the Pac-12 schools and Northwestern, I think, and probably, well, actually, there's more than that. So I think Clemson. I think Clemson. That's in there. I think Clemson, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Michigan, Ohio State. I'll still say Washington State with an outside chance. And then those four SEC teams are your playoff contenders right now. Right. I think and, Notre, things, and Notre Dame. Well, they're they're not in the conference, but yeah. yes. Okay, Kentucky. sorry, sorry, sorry. I totally agree with everything that you just said. I don't think Texas is in contention. They already have two losses. I'm going to take them out. Yeah, I did. I'm going to go with uh, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Georgia, Kentucky, Alabama, LSU, and then Ohio State and Michigan. Um, Clemson, Notre Dame. Clemson, Notre Dame. I'm, I'm scratching out. They, they won't put Washington State in there if they went out and they win all their games by 30. They're, they're, uh, they're just not going to make it. They're done. Back Pac-12 is out. Big as and there's no way we beat Alabama. But I mean, you're in that position. I'm just saying right now, you the de- you still control your own destiny at this point. Mm-hmm. And hey, that's why they play the game every Saturday yeah. for a reason. There's never a for sure. So that to my to my count, that's that's nine. Nine playoff contenders. We've eliminated everybody except nine teams right now. Right. So but I don't, you got to look at. But you got to look don't at know. Ohio State, Michigan, and Northwestern will all play each other at some point. The winner of Ohio State. Dude, and Northwestern's Michigan. out. They lost to Akron and somebody else. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're correct. You're correct. You're correct. You're correct. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm saying in the Big Ten championship game. I don't even know why I said Northwestern. Sorry. Because um, they're stupid. Ohio State, Michigan will play each other. That's an elimination game. Georgia, Kentucky's an elimination game. The LSU SEC championship, uh, yeah, LSU Bama. The SEC championship game is an elimination. Oh, game. I don't, I don't think LSU Bama is an elimination game though. I think if LSU Either. wins, Alabama could still sneak in being an eleven and one non-championship participant like last year. Very true, very true. Because then if LSU wins out, they go to the SEC championship game, and, and Georgia wins out, and they beat LSU, and that they're in. It'd be the same scenario, just Auburn playing that role. And, or LSU playing that Auburn role from last year. Exactly. Same exact scenario. But exactly. the But the thing is, the Big Ten was eliminated last year, really, because Ohio State came into the Big Ten Championship already with two losses. Right. This, yeah, this year, I think, whether it is Michigan or Ohio State, I think both those teams go in to the playoff, the final playoff rankings, 12-1. and one, So, I think you got a real Big Ten shot there. Uh, Oklahoma or West Virginia could stay clean. Um, but the the worry there is to me, even if Oklahoma, Oklahoma beats West Virginia in the regular season, 
they just take the top two rated teams in the conference, it's going to be a rematch no matter who plays in that game. They right. can end up they can end up beating each other and, and knocking just, each other out. That's yeah, a good, yeah, that's it's, a yeah, it's a cannibal like a cannibalization of a conference. That's why I thought it was they had to do it because they offered the championship game because you used to have to have twelve participants have a championship game. Is um, West Virginia at Texas, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're losing. Is Oklahoma at Texas Tech? Yeah. They're losing too. They're going to be done for this weekend. So you're going to knock them out. So you're, so you're basically eliminating the you're eliminating the Big 12. Yeah. Yeah, they're both done. Now, now they'll be eliminated as for now, but I, I don't think it happens this year. The reason I say that is West Virginia couldn't get it done at Iowa State. I don't – Texas just lost at Oklahoma State. They're not going to roll in there and beat them. And then Oklahoma rolling into Texas Tech. It's a weird place. I don't think Oklahoma's very good. Uh, Michael Crabtree's going to go for about 200 yards. <laughs> uh, I'm going to disagree. I think West Virginia and Oklahoma are playing for all the marbles last week at the B, and I think the B knocks them off. I think Texas – I'm going to take the opposite. I think you can definitely be right. I can see Texas being hungry now. But I'm going to go ahead and say they fold, and West Virginia shows up and beats them. They lose two in a row, and then West Virginia's playing Oklahoma at West Virginia – and the crowd's going to be electric. I might even consider going to the game if it's at a different time than Ohio State Michigan game. You better pay for a lot of money for that ticket. Well, it's 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 worth going to. I don't know if you ever oh. been to Morgantown, dude. But Morgantown is absolutely amazing. That's dope. I went to Morgantown my first year of college. Oh, awesome, dude! Fucking that. Yeah. So it. I'm not, do Do you have Do you have a good hugging story you can share now? I do. Uh, I mean, that, Kyle, Kyle was that, a student manager, dude. weren't you? Dad, uh, Dad used to be his DD whenever he was at Cincinnati. <laughs> he was a <laughs> he was his drunk driver, dude. That's awesome. Dad was uh, the, the the DD for him, but um, dude, I've been the drunk driver a couple times. We so. went I'm glad to, that he uh, actually used the DD. Yeah, we yeah. I mean, visit. We went up to visit, and we got uh, they, I think they were playing UConn. They weren't in the Big Twelve yet, and um, we had front row seats uh to the game he gave us, um, but they had a guy. Name of Desmond Jennings, and uh, he was dumb as hell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what Huggins is like going through practice, and basically just comes over mid practice, starts talking to guys. Like he's the dumbest motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the dude basically ran on the treadmill the rest of practice because uh, he couldn't get anything figured out. He ends up transferring out there. Um, I don't know what <laughs> that's, so that's a great story. Yeah, that is a good story. Basically, just threw him under, threw him under the bus. But no, Patrick, Patrick, you got any uh, anything, uh, any wrestling you need to talk about? Uh, yeah, I'm just actually, kidding. I'm actually, just kidding. I, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, shut up! No, seriously, hey, nobody, don't ruin the shut the fuck up. I want to give a uh, congratulations to Colt Yanger for Nelson Bjork winning his wrestle off. To be a varsity wrestler for Ohio University this year as a freshman. That's yeah, what? Into class. <laughs> <laughs> no, congrats. That's cool. Freshman in the lineup. I got one last one last question uh, before we go. Go NFC for it. NFC North: uh, Bears and Vikings both four and three. Packers three and three now. Who do you think is going to win that division? Live bet. Bears. And the Lions at three and four. I got the Bears. 
I think the Packers are going to win. I think you got to go with Aaron Rodgers. I agree with Kyle, but I think it's wide open, dude. The Lions are so hit and miss; they can beat anybody on any given day. They just beat the Packers. They beat the Patriots. I agree, but they also lose the shittiest games. And then the Bears, man, they're inconsistent too. But I am a believer in Mitchell Trubisky and what they're doing there with their new coach. Um, it's up for grabs, but. Eh. Little little off topic, but uh, I want to congratulate the Columbus crew for making the playoffs this week. I like that. Hashtag save the crew, and the owner of the Browns actually might be doing it. Hugh Jackson, their next coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tyron Lewis, the assistant. Should, uh, I know we talked about this. But should Terry Francona be worried? No. Why, well, um, dude? Kyle's got a good I, answer on this. Honestly, um, I don't think so. You got to think. Uh, they, uh, three years in a row, are uh, Central Division champions. Um, you know, just two years ago, 3-1 lead in the World Series. Um, I, I honestly think he's overperformed if you look at uh, big-time contract players that they have, comparatively speaking, to other big teams. Um, plus, I think they uh, are still loaded, you know, going into next season. Um, but worried a little bit about Lindor Ramirez's future, especially Lindor, um, because he did turn down a you know hundred million dollar extension. I don't know. But, what's what what what's the best thing that Cleveland could fix going into the season? Um, Lindor's contract. Honestly, the bullpen bullpen was terrible going into the postseason. Uh, Andrew Miller was banged up all year. Cody Allen just fell apart. They lost a couple of pieces. Um, they added a couple pieces midseason, still didn't know what to do, didn't move. Uh, their guy that ended up being the closer until the very uh, end, he just moved uh, yeah. around. So, a uh, bullpen time. biggest takeaway. They got to they gotta get rid of Bauer, too. He's an idiot. <laughs> just oh, okay. a, a just, funny story. Uh, just for that reason. Bauer uh, would date girls that worked in, like, the digital media department that worked, uh, like, behind the scenes. So, he's causing problems outside and outside then, of the team. And then and, get him fired. And a girl, like, a couple of them lost their job. Oh! Damn, so these girls go to college their whole career. Their dream job might have been working for the Indians. And because of this player, and they're getting, they're getting, they're getting fired. So, they get fucked and fired. Boom. Suck it. That should be the name of this uh, episode. <laughs> Fucked and fired. Suck it. Well, you want some clickbait? What what pro players are fucking their their uh, you know the organizations and employees yeah, and getting them fired? All of them. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah, like Big Ben. It's either yes, uh, yes, means anal. I mean, nah. Hey, uh, Butler from Minnesota was. Hitting Towns as a girl. Oh, that's true. Oh. Isn't that well? Yeah, I think I, I hear that from. I heard. Uh, I heard that. There's a rumor in Detroit. This is a while back, but just a you know similar story. Um, Miki, Miguel Cabrera was breaking up a fight in the locker room years ago when the when the the uh, the Tigers were the best team in the AL at the time. Um, because the, the third baseman or shortstop, I forget his name, was fucking. Prince Fielder's wife, and they found out, got in a fight in the locker room, and M- Mickey actually pulled his groin, breaking it up. 
And that's how that actually happened back like five, eight years ago. And then I think Chris Fielder got traded. And then, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. and then Fielder got traded. And that was like when the Tigers were booming, man. They had Scherzer, uh, Price, Verlander, uh, and Mr. Somebody else. Anyway, but it's just funny that these stories do go on, but that don't get out in the news. You know what I mean? Somebody's more worried about, uh, you know, what Obama had for coffee today. So, or, I mean, or you could just be like Urban and forget about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Out of sight, out of mind. I was, yeah. He's on his med- it's medication. It's because of his medication. You think he remembers that Purdue win? <laughs> 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 he's, I don't well, know. I'm in Kentucky football, but you better shut your mouth. Don't fucking basketball. I'll tell you what, when he don't remember is that 2018 Michigan win. Hey, I'll tell you who does remember the Ohio State Michigan win. That's Luke because of that parlay ticket that he had. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, big player of here. Good <laughs> Parlays. Um, well, two of them were thousand dollar winners. All I needed was Ohio State to win, but I had so much fun during the Michigan Michigan State game that I didn't even hedge it. I passed out and I woke up in the middle of the night to find out the Ohio State got killed. And I also had an eleven thousand dollar ticket on a ten dollar bet that I needed Ohio State to win and then Oregon to win. Uh, both of them lost, but I was that close. Could have hedged them, but I passed out. Screwed myself. Wow, man. Yeah. Yeah, but. There's got to be a little part of you that enjoyed Ohio State's misery there, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and the fact is, like, here's the thing, is you can really sense the worry this time. Usually Ohio State loses, and it isn't anything <laughs> to worry about. It really isn't. But this year, there's actually concern. You can, see it. No you can see it in their fans' eyes. You can see it across the radio, everywhere now. There's actually concern because they're just not a good football team right now. Eyes. And oh, Michigan is going to beat them by 17, <laughs> yeah. 17 plus this year, and I can't wait. I'm, can't getting, wait. I'm getting 17 points. Count it. They got captains just quitting on the whole program. It's right. not a good oh sight. Those who stay will be champions where I'm from. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, where the fuck is their championship? One and done. Oh, 2018. Those who stay will be champions. Your guy isn't staying. And he will be a champion anyway. Chase Lennon stays. It's 2018. Michigan's winning it all. Sign it up. Let's go. Next See, I, don't, I don't mind Michigan. <laughs> what is it? I said, I don't ever mind Michigan making it. I do. Uh, it's going to be between, you know, neutral views between them and Ohio State. As long as Ohio State can get by Michigan State, which they should. Uh, Michigan's going to throttle Penn State this week. Um, it's going to be, you know, come November, it's going to be a number two, number three Michigan versus the number five or six Ohio State to go to the Big Ten Championship game and the playoff. Me with Penn State? Whatever the spread is, I'll take. It's, I, think it's, I think it's – You give me a number. Ten. It's ten um, or ten and a half right now. Yeah, perfect. I want more than that. I'll give you 13 and a half. Well, that's not, that's not where the line is. Right here, 13 and a half. I got Michigan by 13 and a half for 100. We're shaking right now. Michigan's going to win by 14 or more. I'm here. And Patrick does not know what he's doing with this bet. You can see in his eyes right now. He's not confident with it. He's just hoping. He's just hoping. He just wants – he's betting $100 live right now that he that. might not have just the hope that he wins for the sake of me saying this right now. And – Pat, Pat, are you going to give Luke uh, 30, 31 and a half then? 31 and a half to what? Ohio State, Nebraska? No. Why not? That's The line's at 21 right now. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident. That's why. Hmm. 
Nebraska, here's what's going to happen with that game. Nebraska, both teams are going to put up some points. Ohio State's going to be way too much for way too long. They went by, I think they win by 23 to 24, but I think it's, it's not, they can't beat Nebraska like we did. We beat them 52 to 3. Well, LeBron, it's going to be more of like a 45 to 25 type of game. Uh, LeBron also just gave the whole team some new all black cleats because it's going to be a blackout game. So, and that might get them a little extra hyped up too. All right. Are they really wearing special uniforms for that? Yeah. For the Nebraska game, yeah, I love yeah. Ohio State when they do new. I'm taking storm the I'm t- like they do every year. I'm taking Ohio State. Then you give a bunch of teenagers like new gear. They play. They ball out. So, <laughs> but, all right. Well, I, I like. I, honestly, I like Ohio State's uniforms too. What they do with their new, uh, like, like they're unique. They're all red or they're all black. You know, the unis are tight. Same with their helmets. So. I wish that LeBron would sponsor Ohio State. I do what Jordan did in Michigan. Yeah. That's that how you know the real goat. Well, that's what LeBron just bought with the whole team in these black cleats that look dope as fuck, dude. I wish their jerseys had, like, the LeBron, LeBron symbol. Yeah, that'd be the cool with the, the crown. Would be dope. But, all right. All right. Well, I think that's all we got on this end. We'll uh, be back Wednesday or Thursday and uh, – my plan, our plan, go through um, all the games. We'll do the pick six. We'll give out locks for the college football betting weekend. And uh, I'll guarantee right now we'll give you winners because I think we all lost last week. I had a good week. Oh, okay. I whatever, right. dude. I did right. I didn't bet it, but I sent whatever I sent to you, I, I think every one of them hit. I think I had Mississippi State, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, and Kentucky. Oh, okay. Well, I think I had Oklahoma State, definitely had Michigan State, did not have Kentucky. Okay, so I didn't do that bad on those. I think I did. But on my own personal bets, I did awful. That's what I mean. Well, hey, this is Patty Podcast. Go Buckeyes. Go Bengals. Go Bobcats. Go Tigers. And fuck Michigan. That ain't the (laughs) sign-off, dude. I'm fine. I'm driving the ship. I'm deleting that whole part you just said right nope. there. How about that? Nope. Fuck. We don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan. Let Peacock close out here. Fuck Michigan. You done? Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back later in the week to give you the picks, the winners, surefire locks. Be on the lookout for that. Rate, review, subscribe. Share the show. Love it or hate it. We'll take criticism. We'll take love. It doesn't matter. We just want to grow an audience. So for Patty Podcast, Patrick Norway, Luke Wright, Luke, Kyle Abram, who else? Chad Abram. Chad Abram, Kyle Reese. I thank everybody for coming on. It's fun chopping it up. And, uh, hey, if everybody wants to come back later in the week, Give out some winners. We'll do it. So uh, we appreciate the hospitality. It was so, a fun time. It was a good time. A lot of a lot of, a lot of fun here today. So yes. Yeah, so, so we'll do it again and um, be on the lookout for that. Enjoy this one. So long. Later, boys. Take care.